The station wagon got its name from the horse-drawn wagon that was used to carry passengers from the railway station to the local hotel. Now, for much of its car life, the station wagon has maintained a utilitarian function, being more practical than beautiful. Ideal for families or sales reps who have to carry their merchandise. The boring but practical image? Just think of the Camry wagon. In Australia, the Ford Falcon was more hearse-like than sports car. The image was not helped by movies such as National Lampoon's Vacation. Although there was a time when it was associated with the surfing set, the famous Woodies were part of that. Now we have the expression sports wagon. It is for people into lifestyle activities. Audi launched their new A4 sedan a few months ago, but now they have come back with their Avant, which is typically what German car makers call their station wagons. The Audi Avant will cost you about $3,000 more than the sedan. Getting one on the road will start at about $70,000 when you include on-road costs, and that can vary by 2000 or 3000 either way, depending on which state you're in. So is the Audi Avant a practical hack or a modern, trendy vehicle for the fun-loving set? Respected motoring journalist Ian Crawford and I were at the launch, and Ian joins me on the line. Ian, thanks very much for your time. It's always a pleasure, David. Now, you have a little bit of history on really extending the back of cars, even if they were sports models. Yeah, the sports wagon actually goes back a bit longer than most people think. The now-defunct um, British boutique car company Reliant had a sport wagon called the Scimitar GTE in the, the late 60s. It was a, a very, very handsome-looking thing with a Ford V6 engine in it. And then the, there was the, the Volvo P1800ES, which was launched in 72. It was based on the 1800S Coupe that was made famous by Roger Moore in his TV series The Saint. The ES1800 only lasted a couple of years and, and, and it was snuffed out largely by new American emissions laws and things. and only produced 8,000 of them, but uh, interestingly, uh, Volvo resurrected the, the rear-end look somewhat in the C30 hatch. So there's, there's a bit of a history behind sports wagons. Yeah, I remember the C30 hatch particularly, and I think some of the earlier Volvos looked a bit tacked on in some ways. They didn't look a flowing car, but nonetheless an important part of our history. Now, the Audi A4, the station wagon, it, this one comes with only two engines, no diesel and no little small 1.4. They're both two litres? Yeah, they're both two litres. Uh, the entry-level um, front-wheel drive version, which kicks off at, at 63,900, has got the two-litre TFSI petrol engine, mated with a seven-speed dual clutch transmission it's got 140 kilowatts and 320 newton meters and a pretty impressive uh, fuel consumption figure of just 5.6 liters and the upmarket one you get both more power and a few other things oh yes you get more power and the other one the, you get the quattro the, the uh, audi's legendary all-wheel drive system it's also two liters but it's got 185 kilowatts of power and 370 newton meters of torque with a a 0 to 100 kilometres an hour sprint time of six seconds, you can certainly call it a sports sedan. To put that in perspective, if you think of what is probably the most legendary Australian muscle car, the Ford Falcon GTO Phase 3, that did 0 to 100 in 8.9 seconds. This Audi wagon does it in six. 
that's a big improvement, and to get any improvement at that level is working very hard. Now, how does it drive? We had a chance, and we're talking just before we came on air, we were driving it through the country roads around Kyogle. Oh, they're lovely roads, aren't they? I put a comment about driving in around that area on Facebook, and all our mates wrote in comments about how lovely it was. How did the Audi handle those, those situations? As you know, because you were my co-driver, we had uh, we had the two-wheel drive and the, and the Quattro. The Quattro, of course, is seriously impressive. It, it corners like it's on rails. It's, uh, it fills the driver with enormous feelings of security. But I have to say that while Audi knows a thing or two, obviously, about, about all-wheel drive transmissions with the Quattro, it certainly knows a thing about front-wheel drive and pushing the car quite hard through corners with its front wheel drive it turned in superbly in fact it was honestly to me quite difficult to pick the difference in some driving conditions between the quattro and the front wheel drive it's 70 kilograms lighter than its predecessor i think that helps you can also get a couple of options for the suspension which give you a little bit more performance as well yeah i think there are four suspension settings um, that you can get and uh, you can really you can really transform the car if you want to spend the money on it in terms of the ride and handling. About seventeen hundred dollars on the front wheel drive and about eleven hundred dollars on the Quattro version. I like to look on the outside, particularly from the side of the car. I thought it was really low and sleek. It really looked the part. Oh yes, it's it's a very very handsome car, and and I actually think that. In some cars, wagons, the wagon versions look better than the, the hatch or sedan versions, and I think the, the A4 Avant is one of those. It doesn't look too sharp, you know, like sharp lines that seem to be very common these days. It's a tad lower and 26 millimetres longer, so it does give that lower look. Inside as well, the interior, does it look classy? I've been saying for, for a number of years, Audi does the best interiors on the planet. And uh, there's no doubt that the, that the A4 Avant has got, you know, a, an absolutely luxurious, very stylish interior. It looks quite wide in the front. It's got sort of thin uh, features across the dashboard, which gives it a wider look, I think. In the interior, there's the virtual cockpit. It is an option, about $2,100 for the virtual cockpit and the heads up. This is a thing that gives the dashboard a little bit of a look like a computer screen with being able to vary the images on it. Were you comfortable with it? Well, look, I'm, I'm a bit of a dinosaur. I like old-fashioned dashboards a bit, but you can't help but be impressed with, with the technology that's behind it. I'm sure you know people who are much younger than I who, who buy these sorts of cars... Um, or, or grandparents like I am that have got 14-year-old kids would love the, the virtual uh, dashboard. It allows you to do things like even putting Google Maps coming into it so that directions may ultimately become where you won't just get a schematic, but you'll actually get a picture of the building that's on the corner where you've got to turn left or right or other information. So the amount of information it can give, not fully at the moment, but uh, which we're developing to, is enormous. Now, of course, the kids in the back can get a fair amount of material as well. They've got what they call the Audi tablet, again, an option, 
did you see in the back and are you amazed but why what it can do oh it was incredible i mean it's fairly expensive what is it three thousand something if you want one of them it's two thousand dollars and the pair that's for the two uh, people in the back seat three thousand six hundred the kids can do everything but make a cup of tea for you in the back seat with that thing it's uh, it's quite remarkable technology and i've never seen the like of it before they can even set a destination and send it through to the front so that if the kid is looking up a location he can do so without leaning over and trying to press buttons on the front dash. To have the navigator in the back telling the driver where to go and what to do is quite remarkable. I like the idea that they can even look at the route that they're taking on the navigation system, similar to sitting in a plane and watching where you are and, in other words, are you there yet? The technology in it, uh, it focuses very much on safety. It's got a good safety rating? Oh, it's got a five-star ANCAP safety rating, so... You know, there's absolutely no doubt of the safety credentials of this car. And they add some things to it as well. I enjoyed the one that says that if a car is approaching you too fast from behind, it will sense that and flash the strobe, the brake lights to it giving warning to other people outside the vehicle as well. There's no doubt this A4 Avant has, has got technology that few other cars can match and uh, a lot of that is to do with safety. I'll talk a separate segment about all the sorts of things that can be involved in it but it's where the car is being much more aware of what's going on around it and reacting to it as well. In Europe they reckon two-thirds of the Audi A4s will be Avants, station wagons, and one-third will be sedans. I don't think we're going to get that quite out here in Australia yet. No, but Audi expects uh, Avant sales to double with the release of this new model. Audi is doing extremely well in the Australian market. It, its sales last year, in terms of its, its sales growth last year, outstripped both BMW and Mercedes-Benz. Uh, Audi sales are up by 20%, Benz up by 18 and BMW up by a tad over 10%. And Audi is now in the top, Audi Australia is now in the top 10 Audi markets globally. Uh, so, you know, they're doing very well and, and uh, they'll do very well again with this car. We talked about the price, but as we mentioned in our discussion, there's quite a lot of options. You can really push the price up, can't you? Yeah, well, for instance, the Avant Quattro Sport that we drove on, on the launch starts life at 72900 but the one that we had uh, for the launch drive program had options in it that took that price up to 88434 and that didn't have all the options on it. It had, it had a, a good selection of them, but, you know, that's 72900 to 88400 uh, just with options on the one we drove. It can make a huge difference, can't it? Ian, that is fantastic. I enjoyed the drive together, and I thank you for your time now. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Thank you, David. That's Ian Crawford, a respected motoring journalist, who he and I were on the launch of the Audi A4 station wagon, as they call it, the Avant.